Hey guys, welcome to the Villains Insider. Today we will be giving you a deep analysis of the Joker and how he is the greatest villain of all time. Before we get started, go down below, subscribe to my podcast channel, and turn on the post notifications. If you have any ideas for future episodes, leave your suggestions in the comments below. Now for our future guest, Trinity. Let's begin, shall we? So what are your quick thoughts on the Joker? What makes him appealing and so interesting? The Joker is the main bad guy. He also tries to take over the world in such a sophisticated way. He uses help from other bad guys, so first the Joker has to go to a mental health facility to get his girlfriend out. She's insane. Then he figures out how he's gonna stop, how he's going to stop the new good guys from taking over his bad plans. People say that the Joker had great plans, but then never succeeded. What are your thoughts on that? Well, in my mind, he had great plans. I do agree with that. He had great plans. But they always never panned out the way he wanted them to because something either went wrong or someone didn't do something. Like, there's a scene in a movie where Harley forgets to do something and the complete plan is ruined. It's hilarious. It's my um, I believe he was going to rob a bank, but she forgot to bring something. How does an insane person just, out of the blue, just say, I'm gonna go rob a bank? I don't know. Maybe. Yes, that's why insane people are insane. Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah. So when he... We say he challenges the hero. What exactly does that mean? Well, see, in like every movie, he really pushes like the superhero or like the um, the protagonist. He pushes them to their limit and like really pushes them into like 25 or 20 minutes in to like the movie. The good guy finally makes his point or wins the battle, and he just really pushes them. And I think that that makes it so interesting that he somewhat almost wins in almost every movie. Um, by him, that's a great question. He, in my opinion, he really, um, he'll either take like a background of like the good, like Batman, he has a lot of like past emotions. Is that what you say? Like past emotions. And he uses them, like the Joker uses them against Batman in so many different ways by like upsetting him in those ways. So I think that that's kind of his logic, and I think it's a really smart logic. There's nothing really that can stop him besides really his mistakes, honestly. Uh, I think that- He's stopped by their mistakes. Yeah, on it. Yeah, always. So his name's the Joker. If he's the Joker, then he's gotta be funny. Absolutely, he is. He's super. He's super sarcastic to the point that he's hilarious. Honestly, like he'll take like anything and turn it into a joke. Or he always has like a really smart remark, like snobbish almost. He comes off snobby, but he's 
he, he's like funny. So he speaks fluent sarcasm? Honestly, like that's his language. Man, I'm the same way. Reminds me of my little brother, Sean. Yeah. He always comes up with a smart aleck comment on that, literally everything that's said. Kind of like me, but I'm not that crazy about it. Uh, it's okay. Eh, it's like not as bad. We, we're all sarcastic at some point. Literally though. Sarcasm's funny. Yeah, sarcasm. But I also like how he cuts people off or like cuts into conversation. Like this. Yeah, yeah, just like that. But he makes it funny. Or he'll jump into people's, um, or he'll say like people's sayings in a funny voice, like annoying little brothers or something like that. Oh my God. I can't, totally can't relate. <laughs> yeah, so that's, I think that he's really funny. So. Okay, so most villains have somewhat of an interesting backstory. Man, his is like, out of like all the people that I've ever, or out of all the villains I've ever heard, he his is like the best. Why? Because like it's, it's it really comes into like today's modern family problems and such like that and like stuff like that. Like his mom was like a huge drug addict and she kind of just dated guys and they were really abusive and it kind of messes with his brain and like some like it never really explains but something happened and it kind of made his, like he had like a bunch of like mental health problems growing up and he just never got it fixed and then he just left his mom basically and then he just kind of lived on his own and I think that's really important in the story because it teaches him like throughout the whole movie that he really doesn't need anyone but he keeps having people and honestly if he didn't have people he'd probably win like most of the time it's no offense but most of the time it's everyone else's fault so I think that's pretty important to his backstory and I think that like the more you talk about his backstory the more you really understand his character and what he's doing. And I think that that's really, really important to his story and who he is, so, yeah. You describe him like a teddy bear, kind of really soft on the inside. No, I explain him as like a Russian doll almost, like, you know what I'm talking about? Like the ones that you like you open and then like you find like their center and it's like really like small, really small and like really cute. I think of him like that. He's like an onion. He has so many layers to himself. He has He's like nasty on the outside, but cool on the inside. No, no, not like that. But like, he's like, like the outer layers, like crazy, mad, upset. Onions are disgusting. Insane. Oh, onions the, aren't disgusting. Probably. Yeah, but like, you get my drift. Um, but then like on the inside, you really see like. He just has a really troubled life, and because of that, he is who he is. And I think that that's really upsetting to himself that he doesn't think that he can be like loved or like interesting. Like not to get like crazy, but I watched the Lego Batman movie. And yeah. in the movie, he just wants to be loved by Batman, and I'm like, relatable. No, I'm just kidding. Um. But I think that that really shows his character. He just wants to be loved. And I guess Harley doesn't give him that because he just really wants Batman's love. But, you know, Batman's kind of just crazy. 
But I think that that's also really, really important to his story too. Like him meeting Harley was really important to him. Kind of like first real couple goals for the DC Marvel Universe, don't you think? literally I love their relationship but if he would just leave her I swear he'd win I swear it's all her fault no it's not yeah it's all her fault <laughs> <laughs> but um I think that that's really important you know that like he love that, in a villain's life is always their non-fault you think so? why? because they love because if like you love somebody, you'll do anything you can for them, even if it requires like you abandoning a mission or giving up certain intel or whatever. And, like, same thing with a villain, they get in the way sometimes. Yeah. Of you trying to accomplish your goals. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Like with Dr. Doofenshmirtz. <laughs> Harry Throwback. The, Harry the Platypus would always get in his way. But, like, they have, like, a decent relationship, though. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice throwback. Thank you all for tuning in to the Villains Insider. If you haven't already gone down and below and subscribed to this podcast channel, then scroll, swipe, drag, or whatever you need to do to subscribe. There'll be a new episode airing sometime soon, and we hope to see y'all again here soon. Same time, same place. See you next time with the insights of the world's greatest heroes or villains.